hard to work, you work hard, you, you know, you invest time and effort into what you want to do to bring that money in to be able to provide, but provide for what? Yeah. You know what I mean? Are you going to come home and be absolutely on your chin strap and go, you know what? Your kid's done something. They've done a, a macaroni drawing and you're on your chin strap and went, oh, can I see it tomorrow? Yeah. Wow. Missed opportunity. You know, one day, it's like um, I read a really, really good book once called The Hour um, the Hour Father book or something. And it said, doors are open. When you're, a, when you're a parent, doors are open for a very, very short period of time. And when they shut, they never reopen. So that opportunity, one day that kid's not, not going to say to you, do you want to see my macaroni drawing? And they're going to, they're going to, they're going to have moved on. And you go, did you do anything at school today? Yeah, no. Oh, okay. And, you, and you've missed that opportunity. Yeah. Yo, Ryan Hartley here, your host of the Always Better Than Yesterday podcast. Welcome to the interview sessions where I put my curious questions to inspiring human beings. If this is the first time that you're joining us, welcome. Welcome to the Always Better Than Yesterday community. We span over 112 countries all around the world and we're united in this heart set of trying to help leaders lead with love. We believe that that is the master key to leaving a world that is always better than yesterday for one person, one team, one community, one organization at a time. These interview sessions are brought to you by our great friends at Web Creation. Head to webcreationgroup.com for stunning websites at sensible prices. Today, on episode 138, I am joined by my great friend, Neil Sinclair, better known as Commando Dad. Neil joined me back on episode two. I was just a keen kid with a heart and a mind and curiosity for learning from great people. I'd had this this book, Commando Dad, which was really helpful for me um, as a as a parent. I'd come across another one of his books that was all about um, helping parents get their kids outside during the summer holidays and those are the great conversations we had on episode two so glad to have neil back he's been a great supporter of of me personally and the community since episode two almost three or over three years ago now he has just released another book in the commando dad series which we will be discussing in uh, the next 45 minutes. I hope that there's something that you hear in the next 45 minutes that if you are a parent gives you some sense of hope and and renewed sense of faith and optimism that you'll make it through the summer holidays and actually you'll do that by um, having a, a great time, having fun, being present, making memories. It can be stressful um, but I hope that this encourages you in some way. You're doing a great job as a parent, and if there are, pe- you know, maybe if you're not a parent yourself, but you you have uh, close friends and relatives that are, maybe send this to them. Maybe send this episode to them to encourage and inspire them as we start the summer holidays here in the UK. That's enough from me. Um, just one final thing before we dive into episode 138 if you are new to this community come and join us on facebook search out we are always better than yesterday we're a facebook community of nearly 700 people from all around the world like-hearted like-minded come as you are hopefully leave a little bit better by all means go and check out some of the 137 previous interview sessions we have completed We've had some inspiring human beings, some best-selling authors, uh, Paralympic athletes, UFC champion, uh, sorry, UFC uh, competitors. We've had world champions. We've had TEDx speakers. We had uh, my son, my brother, my best friend, drummer, and we've had Matthew McConaughey, Oscar-winning actor, to name but a few. They're all there to check out. If you're a visual person, head to to YouTube and watch 
the interviews on YouTube, the full back catalogue is there, including episode two with my current guest, Neil Sinclair, also known as Commando Dad. Enjoy this interview, my friends. I appreciate you. Neil Sinclair, Commando Dad, episode two. We were just having a, a laugh off air about how I'm just super grateful for you taking a punt on this kid who was uh, just <laughs> curious enough to, you know, grateful that you joined three years ago, but I'm super excited to have you back today, my friend. How are you? I'm doing very well, mate. I'm doing very well. I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm coping as much as uh, as anybody can yeah. in the uh, in the craziness. I'm navigating the craziness and uh, just keeping keeping a positive attitude. That's what yeah. I'm doing. You know, I think that's really important. And, and podcasts like yours is kind of like it's the food that you need to keep your nourishment. You know what I mean? And keep keep your eye on that. Tomorrow will be better. You know? Yeah. Thanks, yeah. man. It's so good to have you back. I know that you've put out a number of good things out into the world since we last spoken as well. But maybe for yeah. those of uh, our listeners that are new to the the community, we've obviously grown a little bit over the last couple of years. And maybe a, a little bit, back. a little, <laughs> a bit, little come bit. Come on, <laughs> uh, it, it's the prize of stubbornly showing up. I think, but you know. You came on at a time when it was a, an initially a Facebook Live series and, and maybe people, you know, didn't meet us at the podcast at that point. It wasn't really a, a slick yeah. podcast, shall we say. So I'd love to allow them to meet you and understand a little bit about who you are. Why do they even call you Commando Dad? Tell us a little bit about <laughs> your backstory. So my backstory was um, I'm an ex-commando. I served with the Royal Engineers for uh, six years, had an amazing, amazing time with the, uh, with the best force in the world. Um, I think I may be a little bit biased, but it's still true. <laughs> and um, and I became uh, I became a, a stay-at-home dad to um, over a period of time, stay-at-home dad to three children, and um, and it was it was the most challenging thing that I I think I'd ever taken on, and it was the first time that I found that I didn't know what to do. Yeah. I didn't have a plan. And no one had no one had given me a manual. Now, when you join the army, you get a thing called basic battle skills. Yeah. And I was I was looking for a basic battle skills book to to be able to refer to as a new parent, as a new dad. And there wasn't one. So I kept complaining to my wife, Tara. And, uh, and I said, I can't find this book. And she was like, well, you know what you can have to do. Um, you're a commando. You're now a stay at home dad. Let's let's smash the two together and create it ourselves. And that's what we did. So over the period of years, we, we, uh, we, you know, we got that, we condensed all the information down that I didn't have a clue to do. And we put it in a book called Commando Dad Basic Training. And uh, we have the illustrious members of the Commando Dad fraternity, uh, uh, yeah, Prince William and Prince Harry and uh, Benedict Cumberbatch and Andy Murray. Um, to name but a few so mm, that's where the uh, that's where the idea of commando dad came from and it's been massively massively well received we've got we've now got 20 um international books 20 versions it's been translated into 20 different languages so it's clearly hit a chord with um with with new dads but also mm. it's a it's a book for moms as well i think i get quite a lot of dads saying you know can you uh, do you mind getting in touch with the uh we call them the commanding officer in Commando Dad Speak. <laughs> Would you mind getting in touch with the commanding officer and say, this is Commando Dad, and it's a book for dads. And I've got to go back and say, A, I'm not going to get in the ring with your commanding officer. I'm not that brave. And B, it's uh, information that is, um, is for all parents. So, you know, allow them to have a little look. You know what I mean? You've got to be a little bit that. But that, that's, uh, that's the backstory of Commando Dad and how I became Commando Dad. I love that. And, um, you know, obviously... That was the main reason I reached out to you. I, I was part of that fraternity. I, uh, I, yeah, was the, right. it was the one book that I read as a, as a new parent. Again, like, didn't really have a male role model in my life growing up. So I was coming at this completely blind and always been um, passionate about being the best that I could be. But again, mm. you, you, you have this little thing. And you think, what do I do? <laughs> what do I do? What kit do I need? Like, I know. And I know. Um, yeah just just the book that you pulled together and what I really loved about it as well is that um you, you just had just great language it was just you know you talk about your base camp you talk about your kit and your uh, everything just had such a great feel to it it was uh 
a really you know great resource to have as a new dad. And the great thing is as well, Ryan, is um, I'm um, I, I love Instagram. I think it's such a great um, a great way of interacting very personally with um, with expectant dads and new dads. Mm-hmm. And um, and when I say to them, I, I it never ever gets old. I sometimes there's a hash, there's a hashtag commando dad. And, um, and when that hashtag comes up on Instagram and I get a picture of a dad sitting reading a book, sitting commando dad or baby in one hand and commando dad in the other, it just gives me, it gives me goosebumps. I'm thinking about it now and I've got them yeah. and it's still, and it never, ever, ever goes away. And I don't think it ever will. And, um, and I always say to them, you know what? Thank you so much for the positive words about the book. Mm. Um, it was the book that I wish I'd been issued when I was a mm. first time dad. Mm. And, um, but I also say, please, please, if you need any backup support, I'm there. You DM me. It doesn't matter what time of the day or night. There's no such thing as a silly question. And, um, and it's like, because it can be overwhelming. And believe me, um, no one, no one out there, if you ask a question, is going to judge you. Mm-hmm. They're going to be going, mate, we've all been through that. And this is the way that I got through it. And, you know, the great thing is about the community, the Commando Dad community is, there is, there's never one answer to a, a problem or a challenge. There are a million different ways of dealing with the same thing. You might do something and it works on one day. You might try the same thing the following day and it doesn't work. And you need to improvise, adapt and overcome. And sometimes, sometimes you just need to vent because cha- it's challenging being a parent, mm-hmm. especially for a newborn baby. And those first few years is really, really challenging. And having people to, to talk to, um, like-minded people to talk to who you know aren't going to judge you and are just going to support you is so important. And I think that's one of the things that you do as well is just that you, you know, you uh, you interact with the people who enjoy your your show so much. And I think that's fantastic. So thank you for that, Ryan. Yeah, no, uh, it's. Uh, I think those words improvise, adapt, and overcome. I think they're they're such powerful words because there's freedom. And I think mm. one of the things that my wife felt burdened of when we become a parent is there's so much pressure and expectation yeah. to look the part, to know what you're doing, to have Absolutely. the stuff, to have the kid dressed up. And and in that, in that, I don't want to generalize too much, but in the parenting support world that she consumed, it built up pressure and expectation. Oh, absolutely. And what yeah, you just said that here is, is the opposite is actually just improvise adapt it's never going to be perfect no it's never and you know what and i think um if you if you go into parenting striving for perfection you're Mm. setting yourself up for a lot of stress a lot of pressure and um and that's that's the wrong thing to do because Mm. you take it takes the energy away from what you need to do that energy needs to be fed into your child Mm. and the thing is as well for me um children are they just they pick up the the most minute nuances in your voice in your you know that energy you give off that some people call it an aura if yours is depressed they pick it up and if they're a baby they're going to cry because they're not going to be very happy about that and that's going to step up your do you know what i mean and it's just going to go anxiety loops and up and up that anxiety loop absolutely yeah and you need to you need to break that chain you need to break Mm. that link with those things and i think the the, the, you know, the way to do that is to just, I always use this line, try and be independent of the good opinion of other people. Hmm. So if you're in a supermarket and you've got the eye rollers and the totters, you know what? Independent of the good opinion of them. They don't hmm. matter. Hmm. They don't matter. In the grand scheme of things, they're going to go home and they're going to they're gonna tell a story. You should have seen this woman today. It's like, and how does that affect you? Not in the slightest, mm. as long as you keep that in mind. And it's, it's, not the, it's not an easy thing to do, especially when you're a new parent. But it's something if you go, you know what? Their opinion of me doesn't matter. I know I'm doing my best for my child mm. right now. And, and if, if they don't agree with that, that's okay. That's not mm. a problem. Mm. I know what I'm doing now is the best that I can do. And in hindsight, it might be the wrong thing to do. But you learn from that. You, you, mm. you, you make mistakes and then you grow from them. And that's the important thing about, you know, about the uh, trying to break that link, break that yeah. link between those things, yeah. you know. I, I won't ever profess to be, you know, here to help and guide and, and be an expert for parents, far from it. But one thing I, I like about what you said is, is about 
disconnecting and creating that energy to go back. I think that's self-leadership. And I think, you know, for many, for many men and women that are listening to this, that have businesses that they run or mm. they have busy day jobs, um, life is a constant depletion of energy, you know? And, Absolutely. And I think, I think there's such um, a need for, you know, our listeners to look after themselves because when we do that, we become more able to do the types of things that you're suggesting. So this great book that I have here and, and a number of the other ones, that they're great activities to do with children. But what is the common barrier? I'm too busy. I'm too tired. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And I think the um, and I think that is a that is a challenge. That is a challenge. But you know, it's um it's like I think the key thing that you said there was making time for yourself and mm. making time for your family. And it's um and people and it and it's it, it's getting that discipline of you know what schedule it into your day mm -hmm. don't just don't just um don't just go right okay when i get back i'm going to do this no if you don't if, if you've got you know if you can we've all got google calendar i mean mm -hmm. your your fantastic system was popping me and pinging me going don't forget your uh you know don't don't forget your um you, you've got yeah you know you meet ryan at 11 yeah so you know you're right it's important family time and and time with your loved ones and your unit as we call it it's really it's it really really is important it keeps you all connected and it gives you a reason to do what you're doing you know what what's the reason what, what's more that more important than mm. that that connection with your family because you, you go out to work you work hard you you know you invest time and effort into what you want to do to bring that money in to be able to provide mm. but provide for what yeah. You know what I mean? Are you going to come home and be absolutely on your chin strap and go, you know what? Your kids done something. They've done a, a macaroni drawing and you're on your chin strap and went, oh, can I see it tomorrow? Yeah. Wow. Missed opportunity. You know, one day it's like um, I read a really, really good book once called The Hour, um, the, the Hour Father book or something. And it said doors are open when you're a, when you're a parent, doors are open for a very, very short period of time. And when they shut they never reopen. So that opportunity, one day that kid's not, not going to say to you, do you want to see my macaroni drawing? And they're going to, they're going to, they're going to have moved on. And you go, did you do anything at school today? Yeah, no. Oh, okay. And you've, and you've missed that opportunity. Yeah. So I think, so for me, that's powerful. Be, you know, schedule in the time that you want to do. So it's like, right. Okay. What should we do today? I mean, have a look at my book and see there's, there's some, you know, the activities that you can do in the garden mm. or, you know what I mean? Or just draw a, you know, do, um, you know, draw a picture or do, you know, do, do like a little mini bug hunt in the garden mm. or whatever, you know, and, but schedule it in. So when you get back, you say, right. Okay. I'm just going to have, I'm going to have about 15 minutes just to have a quick drink, have something to eat, get, you know, replenish my energy because it's been depleted throughout the day but mm -hmm. then we're going to have we're going to have this time together yeah. and we're going to make this count and it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be an hour you know what i mean if you've got an hour and you've got the you can go for a walk fantastic absolutely amazing mm -hmm. you know um but if you you know during the week if you've only got a certain amount of time before they go to bed for instance make it count but schedule it in it's like mm -hmm. it's like that um you know preparation and planning Preparation and planning prevents poor performance. Um, so it's, um, and that's yeah. really important to me. And I think, and that gives you, it gives you a, it gives you a structure and mm. it gives you as a dad, as a dad, something to look forward to when you get home. You know what I mean? You might have had a rubbish day when you come home, you see that toddler come up to you and you go, you know what? Rubbish day melts away. Mm. I've got my little, uh, do I, have you, are you excited about what we're going to do? It's like, oh, damn, I can't wait, you know? And I think that's really important. And I think that's yeah. something that it's not the easiest thing to do, mm -hmm. um, but it is something that's a, that really important. Scheduling that time in because yeah. it's precious time yeah, that you really need to get, grab, you know, grab hold of and, you know, yeah. and try and ring out as much as you can. Make the memories. I love that. You, um, your three now are, are young, young adults and, um, you know, you've, you've been able to keep your, your great hair. I'm sure there were times when, when they were younger, there were times when you wanted to pull that out. Like uh, what were some of the things you had to, you know, being a stay at home dad, I'm sure you've got a greater level of empathy for maybe the stay at home mums or even the uh, stay at home dads that may be listening. What are some of the things that you had to do for your own sanity? I think that the key thing is for me, get out of your four walls, 
Mm. Get out of your four walls is so important mm. um, because it can become, it might sound extreme, but your home can become your prison yeah. if you're not careful. Mm. And, um, and it takes, it takes quite a level of, you know, we were talking about that judgment, that judgy side of things. I've always, I've always aspired to be that, that independent of the good opinion of other people. So I really, I was quite fortunate that I was able to get my, get my two, you know, two children eventually. Well, it was when I lived in London, it was just the two kids. So I had a, a double push chair and I got out, I got out. I, even if I just went for a walk, mm. um, it doesn't, it did, and it didn't matter what the weather was like. There's a, you know, they created rain covers for a reason <laughs> and skins, you know, you like skins waterproof. It's fine. Get out and um, get out and you know, get, get into, get into trees, get into nature, get into mm. a park, get into something. And then once you, you know, that's initially what I did. And then I started to look into uh, groups. I looked, I looked for play groups and, um, and I think that's quite a, that's quite a, that's quite an arduous mission. When you do that initially, it can be very, very kind of, kind of overwhelming because mm. you're in there in this space and you've got, childminders and you've got people with with a, a million years worth of experience and you all think they're definitely judging me they're definitely looking at me who's this new kid on the block and he's a man what's mm. he going to do mm. is he going to be any good and uh, and i think for me yeah they didn't know it at the time though. <laughs> yeah. but the uh but i think the thing is for me what i did was i went in there and i and i i was very very honest and said i have not got a clue what i'm doing i've got I've got a one-year-old and a six-week-old and your advice would be, if you can give me any advice, that would be amazing. And I think that was quite disarming for them because they were like, oh, actually, yeah. Yeah. this guy's admitting that he really hasn't got a clue yeah. and he's asking us what we can do to support him. Mm. So I actually, I actually reached out to them and said, whatever support you can give me is going to be absolutely, it's going to be critical for the survival mm. of these children. Believe me. <laughs> and I think that really disarmed them and they yeah. became such, such good friends. And I think sometimes it takes, it depends on your personality. I've got quite, I'm, I'm quite a person, you know, like a, a, um, I like talking to people and mm -hmm. some people are a little bit more reserved, a little bit more, um, you know, a little bit more concerned about what mm -hmm. people are saying. And um, maybe you won't, I mean, I was straight in there, you know, and maybe it'll take, sometimes it takes being a bit brave to go back to three four times yeah. you know what i mean you might come away feeling intimidated the worst thing yeah. you could do is not go back yeah it's like feel the fear and go back and do it anyway mm -hmm. and the more the more comfortable you get the more people people will see you and go oh hi yeah do you want a cup of tea or mm -hmm. you're doing a biscuit mm -hmm. and then they'll start you know you'll start getting having a community around you um big or small um whether it be family or whether it just be like-minded people with with children similar age Mm. It's so it's it's amazing. I mean, I I ended up being in the um, it used to be a one o'clock club. You know, um, the um, Sure Start they used to have a Sure Start in Kennington, and um, and I I became the um, the head of the parents committee when I was there because I was there for about two or three years. Um, so going from I haven't got a clue to being 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 the head of the parents committee was just such a great journey and what a mm. wonderful experience that was. But it's about you need backup support. You yeah. really, really do need backup support. Um, so that's what I would say. I would say, get out the four walls, be brave, and mm. find find like-minded people who you can really, mm. you know, you can really connect with. It's about that mm. connection, isn't it? It's such ironic advice, having just gone through 2020, where we've been put right. back into those four yes. walls. How have yeah. your, how have, um, you know, I, I know that you're a man of service and that you're a sense of duty. Like, how have you tried to help and serve your community when we are back in those four walls? Well, I've been quite fortunate, really, because I've um, uh, I did. Obviously, we, I was in lockdown, but I was uh, I'm now uh, I, I now work in a school, Allsworth Community College, and I'm uh, I'm actually an internal exclusion unit manager. So the kids who are being slightly challenging in lessons, um, I um, I take them to my unit and um, and I um, and I work with them. And uh, during lockdown, I was actually, um, I was in the, you know, they called it the hub, you know, with the children who can't access. So I had the opportunity to, um, to go and interact with children who, who find it challenging at, um, you know, at home. And a lot, of, 
I think I think the I really empathized a lot with with parents because you know I was hearing a lot of stories I was in charge I was looking after 15 I was the mentor to 15 children mm. throughout the lockdowns mm. and um, and con connecting with them I, I'd speak to the parents and then I'd speak to the child and I think that was that was a really really a very it made me feel good that I, I was able to help I can't help everybody I could I wasn't mm. able I haven't physically got time to look after their 1481 pupils we have in the schools mm. but my 15 I helped my 15 and I supported them and um, and I supported the as much as I possibly could I supported the families as well with mm. um, with advice about I mean some of the people I was talking to they were making they were having to make choices of whether to put the heating on or whether to pay for the internet yeah now that's not a choice that people should make and fortunately, because of the uh, the school that I work at, they're amazing at all water. Yeah. Um, they, you know, there's a thing where if you if you asked us, we could apply for um, your your provider, your mm. mobile phone provider mm. would gift you data. They would give you data so you didn't have to make that choice, and your child could still log on. And and that was something. So so in small ways, I think I helped with uh, with people who were in those four walls. You know. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think people just knowing, I said to them, I went, if you ever need me, you just email me and I'll give you a ring and I'll, um, it's about, it's about trying to keep that connection. I think connections mm -hmm. have been phenomenally important during mm -hmm. these lockdowns. And, yeah. um, and I think it's, it's made me, made me realize how, how many people are disconnected and how we need to really focus on yeah. reconnecting with those people yeah. who don't have anyone. And that's, but it's not right. It's not right that someone is sitting at home and they can't go out and they've got no one to communicate with. And I, like I say, Ryan, I can't commu communicate with everyone, but I can try to communicate with the people that, that I can. And that's what I'm going to continue to do. I love the book by Johan Hari, Lost Connections, where he talks about the eight disconnections that we have that, that cause mm -hmm. depression and anxiety. And one of those disconnections other than from from good people and community is um a disconnection from nature and obviously yeah. you said get outside and the latest book that i have here is commando dad forest school adventures get outdoors with your kids available now this is going out at the start of the summer holidays so <laughs> the, the reason i wanted to get you on now coincides with the release of this new book and yeah, let's use this next conversation to encourage people to reconnect with their kids and with nature. Johan Hari says that that's a, a cure for depression and anxiety, but it's more than that. Tell us about some of the great things that we can expect within this Forest School Adventures book. So I think the key thing is about um, about the book I created. It's not it's not a. Um... you know, I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a novice in the in the um, in the forest school world. Um, it's a, it's a, but it's, it's a, I mean, I don't know what you were like, Ryan, but my, my happy place when I was a kid with my brothers in the woods, in the woods, making bows and arrows, making catapults, putting swings up and all that kind of amazing stuff. Now for me, I, so it was, it's in my, it's in my, it's in my DNA that that was a happy place for me. Mm. Now I think the, um, you know, the forest school, um, ethos has been around for quite a number of years I think it started over in Norway or Sweden or somewhere like that um, and they they clearly they they seem to have been they, they never lost that it's like yes mm. our connection with nature is so important and I think it kind of runs it runs through a lot of um, a lot of the way they, they their cultures are you know mm. not, and not some country unfortunately but I think the forest school world in the UK is you know, like whenever, you know, it started coming online a few years ago, um, has picked up on this. This is, you know, this is important stuff. I mean, and I, and I think for me, so this is an activity book that, you know, I had one before, Mission, uh, Mission Adventure, but that was all sorts of different activities. This is about, um, so in, if, for instance, if you look, look at one of the, um, look at one of the, the missions, mm -hmm. it has there the skills that you can, um, that you can actually teach your children and they can learn. So it's about, it's about connecting with nature. It's about connecting with, with trees. It's about 
you know, like foraging safely. It's about um, it's about climbing trees. It's about um, the expectation of like communicating with each other on on a lot of different levels, whether it be you know like through hand gestures or you know like putting sign you know like symbols on the floor and all of these things. And I think so. I think for me, other than it just being an activity book, it's also really really pushing for a the connection yeah. and the skills that the children can learn when yeah. they're in the woods. And B also, as uh, it's it's about on the, on each at the end of each mission, there's a mission complete, yes. and it says I can I can, I completed making a, a a bow and arrow with my commando mm. dad on this day. Yeah. yeah. So, and that aspect is really important to me because that means you were there mm. when that happened, mm. and I think. The thing that, you know, like I look back now as a, you know, as I've got a 19 year old, an 18 year old and a 14 year old. And I look back and those times when we we made a memory, we made mm. a little, a little, you know, we got that, made that synaptic connection. Yeah. yeah. And it went into my memory. And you know what? The power of making that memory, it never diminishes. Yeah. You, you, you'll have them, Ryan. You'll have them when you think, oh, when, it, when you think of something, you go, oh, and you're right back there. The mm. energy and the power of that mm. is just, you could be having the crappiest day. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, mm. it just lifts and elevates the way you feel. And I that's really wanna, powerful. Yeah, I really want really to hammer this home. There are people listening right now that maybe struggle to connect with their little trooper. Yeah. And either they're too busy, maybe they don't understand, maybe they didn't have a father role model themselves, so they don't know how Absolutely. to role model it. Yeah. This book, and especially this mission accomplished, I verify that on this date, sign mm-hmm. it. I used my senses to identify a tree with my commando dad, and you sign it. And I think that is just, look, you ain't got to come at this being the best dad in the world. You've just simply got to try. Give it a oh, go. Absolutely. Do it together. Without a shadow of a doubt, and it's about, and that's the thing. It's like, um, it's that, it's that, the connection that you have. The time that you, one of the things I say as well, when you when you go on your little missions, your little mini missions, mm. it's the one thing that I would say if I was if I was going to be asked, if um, if you were going to give a dad or you know like a, a mum or or a dad a parent, but specifically a dad in this case, obviously because a commander dad, um, one piece of advice. If, when you're going on these missions, what would it be? My piece of advice is make sure you give your trooper your undivided attention. Mm. You you look at them, you listen to them, and they could because they'll know that that you are that that connection between the two yes. of you is so so powerful, so powerful, mm. and it's a and it's a tricky thing to do because we're mm. so we are so bombarded with so many different things you know what i mean we've all got a to-do list that never ever gets any smaller mm. but when you're when you go on your mission i think one of the key things i would say is right top of your list for this this time this this period of time my trooper has my undivided attention mm. i'm not going to check my text messages i'm not going to do anything other than spend quality time and it's about it's about quality not quantity mm. some people haven't got a lot of time I understand that, you know, mm-hmm. and and it's not about always going on massive missions. If you can do that, oh, yeah. you're very, very lucky. But uh, a lot know, of people can't do that, uh, you know, and, pers- and I think, and- yeah. Sorry, I means to talk over you. And I think personal, okay, no worries, personal accountability to myself. Like I, I can't sit here and have this interview and say I get this right. <laughs> I absolutely uh, try to be available for my kid as best as possible. But do I take out? get into the woods, go into nature. It would be disingenuous of me to say, that's me. That's the type I dad. But this helps me aspire to do more of that. This is a resource that goes, hey, they ain't going to be young for long. No. So I'm going to try and take every Friday off work, every Friday off work this summer. And I'm going to go downstairs in a minute to the kids. And I'm going to hand them this book. And I say, right, every Friday we can do something from this book. And I'll make a oh, commitment wow. to them. And Fantastic. I'll say, and I'll tell you why I don't do this stuff naturally. Because I'm rubbish at it. Like, <laughs> you, like you said about how did I spend my childhood? It was on bikes. It was building ramps. It was doing football things. But my mum will tell you, and my f- brothers and sisters will laugh at 
because I used to come, I used to go out clean, come home clean. I was just, uh, the, yeah. I was the clean kid. I wasn't yeah. doing all that stuff. No, absolutely. Yeah. So I, so it's difficult, and I have to put my own kind of difficulties to one side and just do that for them. Mm, I have to, I yeah. Have to, I have to put them first, and for people hearing me say that, they think, "Well, don't you do that all the time?" Yes, but I can get busy. I can get swept yep. up. I can get busy. Yep. Full transparency. And this inspires me to to just put it down. The thing I do find myself more available to to my kids is that Corey's my my son. He's eight. He's getting to an age now where he's able to play PlayStation. Mm. And my availability to him seems to be more if he's like, Dad, do you want to play the PlayStation? <laughs> it's easier. I ain't got to go outside. I ain't going to get any kit on. And I guess a number of people will be listening to this and they'll relate that their kids are spending a lot of time on computer systems, whether it be tech, iPads, whether it be on PlayStations, Xboxes. How do we, as parents, get our little troopers outdoors? Uh, So I think for me, um, I think it's a challenging one. And especially because obviously for me, it's been very natural going outside. And for you... It's not so natural, mm-hmm. you know. Your, um, you know, your predisposition is if your if your child says, "Fancy going on the Xbox," <laughs> you're gonna go, "Hey." Yeah. Um, but I think so. I think for me, um, my parenting style is by by leading by example. Yeah. So I think, yeah. and that's um, that's again, it's not about perfection. Yeah. It's about making mistakes and apologising. Yeah. It's about putting yourself outside your comfort zone. And then showing your children, that's what you do. When you go outside on a Friday, you're mm-hmm. going to get dirty, mate. That's not going to make you feel great. But mm-hmm. you know what? Your kids probably know that you don't like doing that. Yeah. And you're going to say, and they're going to see you and go, that's putting himself out here. That's really impressive. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. a li- that's a life lesson right there. Yeah. That's just you be, you know, just purely by stepping outside of your comfort zone. Mm. You're showing them that it's okay to step out of your comfort zone. Um, but I think, again, it's, it's leading by example. And then you can say to them, it's like, you know what? I love spending time on the Xbox with you. It is mm-hmm. absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. But you know what? It's not the only thing we can do together. There are other things we can do. We can go and do, we can go and explore, you know what I mean? And it's like, next time we are on the Xbox, we can talk about, wasn't it great putting that rope swing up? Or wasn't it great when we made a little raft and mm-hmm. we sailed them down and you won? That was amazing. So I think it's, um, I think for me, again, what in parenting is easy? Nothing, you know, it's not. It's about, it's about challenging yourself. Yep. And it's about um, every, every day challenging yourself. It's like you say, you, we're trying to be better every single day. Yep. And, and it's, about, it's about that consistency, but it's also about not aiming for perfection. It's about making mistakes over and over again. And leading by example, I think for me, that's really, really important. And I think one thing that we've learned is that people, people have had more time. You know, we, we got our hour of, you know, like government sanctioned exercise. <laughs> people got outside. Yeah. Yep. People reconnected with, yep. with parks and green spaces. And, and I think when people started to reconnect, they felt better. Mm. You know, like, I mean, not, not it's like maybe they weren't, you know, like kicking their own height but they felt incrementally better. They felt slightly better than they did at the start of the walk. Mm. And I think the, it's like you were saying about your, um, the gentleman who wrote that book about the disconnection. Mm. They, they, I mean, in, um, I think it's in Japan, instead of being, um, di- you know, like if you've been diagnosed with depression, rather than giving you um, a prescription for medication, they've given you a prescription to go and walk in the woods um, a couple of times a week for 12 weeks Stop something like that and you and you connect with nature mm. and the success rate of mm. people feeling better after that period of time is phenomenal yeah. why because they're reconnecting with nature there's something you know there's i'm, I'm sure i'm sure i've read somewhere that you know when the, like trees have like they're not you know it's like they kind of know we're there there's a network of like um you know, there's a network Energy. underneath. I don't know if you've ever seen it underneath. It's very, very, it's pretty freaky, actually. It's mm. like the matrix underneath <laughs> of wood. And the plants communicate with each other. And when there's something in it, so if there's a particular species of, um, 
you know, uh, an animal that is going to just, you know, like it's going to damage a tree. They communicate with each other and say, right, okay, you know, there's something that's not good here. Release this thing because it doesn't like it, and it'll and it'll get it will sod off. And then and then <laughs> I think for us, I think they know that when we're there, I just feel better. Mm. I feel calmer. I feel happier. Mm. And, I, and I've got to I've got to say, I'm sure that the, the trees are doing something. They're releasing something to make me feel good. And mm. when that sun comes through the light, and you get that dappled effect on your eyes, and that makes you feel good. And you know what I mean. And it's um, and I think for me. The, this book, this book is really important about getting people out into into nature spaces. You might not be near a wood, but it's mm. if you can just go online and say, "Where's my nearest nature space?" or something mm. like you know, somewhere I can go to where I can just be in a nature space just for a little while with my troopers, and we can do yeah. something small, you know, like just go on a bug hunt, you know, that type of thing. It's just it's nourishing. And I think that's the key thing. It's nourishing and it's that making those memories that are going to stay with you for the rest of your life. Powerful, my friend. So for those listening, Commando Dad, Forest School Adventures, Get Outdoors With Your Kids, available on all good book places. Amazon is where I got mine. You're going you're gonna to learn things around explore, learn, make and play. There's 200 pages of goodness. Each activity comes with clear instructions around the kit that you're going to need, the steps to take, that cool little bit of signing at the end. And you've also put things there that are, you know, you put a, a cost key, which actually a lot of this you can do with what you have, where you are, which means that there are no excuses, no barriers to entry. <laughs> Using what nature gives us, all we need is the willingness and the intent to, to want to do these things. You, my friend, have inspired me to uh, commit to doing more of this because again that window of them being children is small and I continue to thank you for that you've written this book with your your good lady what's the process like of uh, collaborating and writing together so it's um it's it really is about um so Tara's not um she's not a forest school practitioner um she doesn't particularly like being in the woods very much so my children are quite fortunate that um uh, that they've got uh, they, um but she's um She's a phenomenally gifted writer. She's very, she's so, so talented. So it would be um, myself going out on all my missions and then coming up with, uh, <clears throat> sitting down with her and coming up with the drafts and the, I did all the, I, you know, I, I work on the illustrations. And, you know, the great thing is about Commando Dad is that it's, um, it is based on the basic training manual. So I, I kind of had the blueprint for mm. it. Mm. And it's that, it, it, and it's, um, and I think, with regard to that, that that commonality in the in the delivery of the of what I, yeah. what I'm trying to do and what I'm trying to pass over, has, you know, it has people. So people who buy Commander Dad Basic Training like to buy things like Mission Adventure or mm. Forest School because they they know they know the pattern, they know yeah. what's what they know what to expect, and um, and the and Summersdale the publisher. My goodness! I mean, they take they take a, a manuscript <laughs> of you know two three hundred like three hundred pages, and they you know we go through the arduous task of the editing. I think the anyone who's going to be an author, the the actual process of writing the manuscript is one thing. The editing is where it's like the editing's like wow, that mm. gets really it's uh, it's quite challenging, um, but ultimately very very rewarding. Mm. And then and then you know the first time you see. The, uh, the you know when I got my when I got my copy of the book through, um, you kind of see they send it to you in like a PDF, yeah. and then you see it and you scroll and you scroll and you and you scan, but then when you actually get the book physically in your mm. hand and you mm. start looking at the, you know the illustrations and you so and it, it just oh, it's, it's fantastic. So so it's the the process film. has always worked really really well between me and uh, me and Tara, who's uh, yeah. who's a phenomenal, she's a phenomenal lady. Yeah, I love that. I love the way you speak. Yeah, it's a great book. It looks great, feels great, easy to read, highly recommend it. And I love that you have now a body of work that suits parents at different ages of, of uh, children. You know, you, I can come to you with a newborn. I can come to you with toddlers. I can come to you if I want. Uh, we haven't really talked about your cookbook and your recipes that you've done for, for, basic, uh, for Commando Dads. Uh, and yeah, fantastic. There we go. 
What's your, what's your favorite? What's your favorite thing from that book, mate? Oh man, bangers and mash, bangers <laughs> and mash. This is uh, this is my this is my son's copy, Samuel's yeah. copy. Yeah. And then yeah, this is the page, bangers and mash every time. Love I, I say to him, if you went, have you have you made another recipe from that book yet? And he went, nah, just bangers and mash, because there's <laughs> uh, you know, and he and he just he loves it. And I went, come on, mate, get a bit adventurous. You know, there's like there's like. There's loads of recipes in there. He went, yeah, once I'm sick of me bangers and mash, I'll give something else a try. So, so how, uh, how old is he? Samuel's 19. So yeah, he's, he's is, he, is he he's a musician? So he's he's okay, a musician, cool. yeah. In London, he's a musician. He couldn't he couldn't have chosen a worse time to become a, an aspiring musician. Yeah, he moved down yeah, to London yeah. in lockdown. And um, when everything just kind of just ground to a halt. And it's just, he played his first gig yeah. two nights ago. In um, in a place called Victoria in Dal in, in Dalton, North London, and oh my goodness, the <laughs> joy on that young man's face mm, when he was mm. playing, and the pride in my heart yes. seeing him playing so so fantastically and passionately <laughs> was just you know what that's the great thing I, I talk about the door shutting but there are always new ones opening yes always new ones opening and you've always got to be open you've always got to look for the open door I love that you know. Now make sure you peek through because you'll be surprised what you see. I love that. You know, my my best friend is a musician. He's a drummer, and you know, he musician standards of food. I, I think his if he, when his wife goes away, he's literally eating beans out of a tin. I, I, he cannot fend for himself. So if if your lad's doing bangers and mash, like that's definitely an upgrade. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'll tell him that. Him, we'll be really pleased. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Neil, it's been such an honour and privilege to have you come back on the podcast. Um, where? can people consume more of you more of your content where can they come and be part of the commando dad uh, community so we have a we have a we just upgraded our commando dad website so that's like um it's which is www.commandodad.com um so myself and my son samuel are working on on a, trying to get our heads around that but the, i think the main areas for me at the moment are um instagram and facebook I, um, I love Instagram. I think Instagram is one of the most wonderful um, avenues for, um, I, I talk about comms, comms links. The comms link that you can have um, with individuals or groups is yeah. just, it, it really, really just, it, it makes it so fantastic. And it's a, it's a very personal way mm. of, um, of connecting with mm. the people who are getting things out of what you're doing. And, um, and it's, and it's great. You can't, you can't communicate. I mean, at the moment, I, you know, like the followers I've got, I'm able to communicate. I know that a lot of people, I mean, you, I'm not too sure how many followers you got, but it's quite difficult sometimes to try and get to everybody. Mm -hmm. But I think as long as people know that you, you know, like that, you know, you're there for them and yeah. you're there to support them as much as you possibly can. That's really, really important. And if somebody DMs you that opportunity to be able to go back and, you know, just say, listen, I'm, 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 I'm listening. You know, mm. it's, um, you know, if I can do anything to support you or help you or point you in the direction of someone who can assist, then mm. that's what I'll do. And um, so Instagram, Instagram for me is a wonderful, wonderful uh, comms link to, um, to, the, to the people out there who, um, you know, to, to share their successes, but also share the pain sometimes and the, yeah. and, the, and the, you know, and the things that don't go quite according to plan, yeah. which, is, uh, which is quite on a regular basis when you're a new parent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Neil, uh, thank you. Like um, you, you've been a great friend and continue to support me as we go. I love. I, I always find it surreal. Like, oh, Commando Dad's just commented on your post. I just because I just so I still feel like the guy that was episode one, episode two. Like you know, yeah. having, you know, episode I, two. I can't believe that. That's it's just so cool. It's so cool, you know, and I remember messaging you. I, I remember having this crazy idea that I thought, right, I'm just going to ask this guy. I love the work that he does. I'd love to just have a conversation with him to help other people connect with that work. And and the fact that you said yes, like, uh, just it's just life-giving, my friend. And it was uh, oh, a, a, real, a real privilege that you, you had faith in me or just blind faith because I had nothing to show for it. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I'm really, really grateful, my friend. And I'm so glad that we're still in touch. And I'm so glad that we've been able to make this conversation happen again for our audience today. Absolutely, mate. And, you know, it's, um, I just, seeing you go from strength to strength just makes me, it's like, I, I always get an absolute thrill from seeing <laughs> your, you know, seeing who you've got on and, you know, and the amazing things that they, you know, like um, there are so many wonderful people out there who've got so much yeah. to share. And, um, and we're, all, we're all striving to be better every day. 
Yeah. And um, and I think you know having people like yourself to you know to enable us to do that is fantastic. So I I thank you for oh. what you do because I really I really really appreciate that and Very it really kindly. helps me. You know, trying to be a trying. You know, tomorrow I'll be try. I'll I'll try and be better tomorrow than I am today. Fighting a good fight. And you are a part of that, my friend. Oh, thank you, brother. I'd be honoured if you'd leave us with a final thought from your good self. So I think for me, it's um, be kind to yourself. Mm. Be kind. And um, and and the, the last thing I'm going to say is my, my, my twin brother put me on to Stoicism and mm. one of the, um, the Stoic philosophy, which I find is fascinating. And, um, and he told me once, he went, you know what? It's quite simple, life. If you want to have a good day, go and do good things. <laughs> There you go. That's my last thought, mate. If you want to have a good day, guys, go and do good things. Love that. Mic drop. Peace and love, my friends. <laughs> Absolutely. You take care. There we go. Episode 138 with our great friends here at Always Betting Yesterday, Neil Sinclair, also known as Commando Dad. I hope that you've been inspired to go and read one of Neil's incredible books. They're amazing resources for parents, particularly men. They, whilst Neil says that they're for everybody, and they absolutely are, if there's a man in your life um, and he's a parent or going to become a parent, point them in the direction of Neil and his books uh, and his community. You, as a parent myself and, and as someone who, who didn't necessarily have a parenting role model, male parenting role model uh, growing up, I was flying blind. Uh, I continue to fly blind and continue to absolutely wing it with the best heart and intentions. But you don't have to. Neil's written some incredible books along with his wife to help the men in your life journey as best as they possibly can be as fathers. One of the most important roles and one of the most important leadership roles in the entire world. So there we go. I just absolutely love what what Neil represents. And and I love that he said about, you know, if we're heading into parenting uh, in pursuit of perfection, we're going to cause ourselves a lot of stress. Ain't that the truth? Um, So give yourself some space and grace this summer holidays, my friend. Try and be present. You lower the expectations of how you think it could and should and ought to go. And just allow it to be. Try and be present. Try and have as much fun as you possibly can. Be, be available be available and this is as much uh, a note to self I'm along in the trenches with you my friends I do not have parenting perfected nor nailed um, and I think there's there's absolute beauty in the journey I have a commitment to be the best dad I can be I'm sure you have a commitment to be the best parent you can be let's show up together my friends and enjoy the ride Please do share this with someone that you love and you wish to inspire. And until next time, my friends, thank you for listening. And I'll speak to you again soon. Always love.